The last thing we were discussing was uh, the three Hatserot next to each other. Uh, the, each one did Ayruv with the middle one, but they, the two outer ones didn't do Ayruv together. And the last thing we said was Amar Yudamarav that Rabbi Shimon is the one who is Matir, the two outer ones with the middle, and the middle with the outer ones. But Hachamim say that the two outer ones could use the middle, but the middle can't use the outer ones. And we saw Tosfot explains differently in the name of Rabbi Nutam. And we said, and when when Yudah said this in front of Shmuel, he said, no, even Rabbi Shimon, who's usually lenient, is going to be also the middle one to use, uh, to work with the outer ones. Uh, but really, Hachamim, they're so mahmir, they're Osir, all three uh, with each other, they're no, uh, it just, the entire Eruv is no good. And with that, we are starting on Daf Mem Tet Amud Aleph, second line in the middle where it says Tanya Kavate de Rav Yudah. We have a Braita, like Rav Yudah, according to Shmuel. Where we have a Braita that goes on our Mishnah. Mishnah said that you have uh, three people with, uh, with their uh, area connecting with the, the one in the middle. Amar Bishimon, Dome, what's this uh, middle guy like? Three Hatserot that are open to each other, but they also open to the Shutarabim. The two outer ones did the Iruv with the middle one. The one on the right can bring its food to the middle Hatser and eat. The one on the left and the one on the left can bring its food to the middle Hatser and eat. The one on the right can take all the food that was left over from the meal and bring it back uh, home. And the one on the left can take all the leftover food and bring it back home to the left Hatser. Meaning they can carry into the middle and they can and they can carry from the middle. Aval asurot. All three are asur. Now the point is that over here, by the words of Rabbi Shimon, it never said that the middle one was allowed to carry with the outer ones. This is exactly what Sh- the way Shmuel explained Rabbi Shimon that Rabbi Shimon was lenient in the case of the middle one carrying to the outer one, he would also be osir. Shmuel, who holds that Rabbi Shimon says the middle uh, hatser cannot carry to the outer ones. He goes with his uh, reasoning. Shmuel is in a different uh, case. Hatser sheben shnei mavot. You have a hatser between two mavoys. It's open to two mavoys. Irvaim shenehem. If it did a iruv with both of them, asuraim shenehem. You're not allowed to carry from that middle hatser to the two outer mavoys. Lo irvaim shenehem. If it didn't do an iruv with both of them, oseret al shenehem. Those two cannot uh, carry from their hatser to their mavoy. Because that middle Hatser is Oser on everybody. One of the Mavoys it usually goes out to and one not so often. The one that it usually goes out to is Asur for them to carry if they didn't get do an Ayruv with the middle one. Because that means they're usually together and that Hatser in the middle is stopping it. They're allowed to carry because they don't really pay attention to that middle hatser. They don't come to us very often. If 
If it did a ayruv, that middle chatzah did ayruv with the one that it doesn't usually go to, the other one, the other mavoi can carry on its own. That means it's only us, it has nothing to do with that chatzah in the middle anymore. Now, going back to what Shmuel said, that uh, if they if that middle chatzah did ayruv with the two outer ones, you're not allowed to carry from that middle one to the outside one. Sounds like Rabbi Shimon's statement. If the one that uh, the mavoi that she's usually that the hatsa usually goes out to, if they did a roof on their own, and the one that it doesn't usually go out to, the other mavoi doesn't it didn't do an roof for its own self. And the hatsir itself didn't do an roof not with either mavoi. We tell that middle chatzir you're gonna to go towards the uh, you're gonna go with the chatzir that you don't the mavoi that you don't usually go with. Anyways, you two are asur and let the mavoi that did ayruv, even though you're used to going out with it, uh, they're gonna be able to carry. We're gonna be lenient with them. And this is called kofin almidat sedom that we pressure people not to be like sedom. We force you to be nice to someone when you don't lose anything. We so the same. That's a sedom. I don't have. I don't have to be nice to anybody. And we Jews, we we hate that so much. So we force someone not to be me that sedom. So if you're not losing anything, we can force you to be nice to someone. Therefore, we'll tell that middle chatzir go to the chatz, the mavoi that, that you're not used to, and they didn't do nairuv, you didn't do nairuv, and leave these people alone. If a person puts his uh, bread to mix with everyone else in the Hatser or Mavoy, and that's how we're doing the Ayruv, but he, may, he wants to make sure that nobody else is allowed to touch my Ayruv, no one's allowed to eat my Ayruv, his Ayruv is not Ayruv. Why? What's the point? What's the name? It's called Ayruv Shemo, a mix, right? Meaning we all have a shoot food, we all have a partnership so to speak in each other's food and if i want to take this guy's food uh, you can't stop me no his iruv is iruv this guy was makpid he's considered one of the people of vardina they were uh, cheap they were tsarayin they didn't want to let anyone else enjoy from their property now another statement. A person who uh, takes his ayruv and puts it, in, I guess, in a different uh, pot that everyone else in the hazir did. And ayruv, it's not ayruv. Uh, Why? Because remember, ayruv means a mix. Keman, who did Shmuel say his words like? Kebet It sounds like he's saying kebet shemay. Tanya hamisha shegavuot ayruv v'anu tenu b'shnei kelim. Five people uh, put an ayruv together, except one person put it in a separate ayruv. So you have five ayruvin in two kelim. So then again, why is Rav Yudan Amar Shmuel talking Lefi Bet Shammai? So the Gemara explains, no, Afilu Tema Bet Hillel. You could even say Shmuel is talking according to Bet Hillel. Atkan no Kamar Bet Hillel Hatam. When did Bet Hillel say the Ayruv is Ayruv? Ela Demalian Lemana Ve'Aitar. When the, the the pot that we're putting all the ayruv is uh, filled and we have no room. So okay, we put it. Uh, we put the, the other piece of butter. We put the other food in, in a different pot and then it counts. When this person bedavka put it in a second kill, he doesn't want to be part of everyone. Then even betilel wouldn't agree to this. So the Gemara explains. So why does Shmuel have to explain to me his din twice? 
Lichora, it's the same din, the same reason twice. So Gemara explains tzricha. Now we need both. Why the Ishmael and Hatam? When you tell me over there with the guy who is makpid on his iruv, knows how to touch my iruv. Okay, mishum de kapid. The guy is makpid. Doesn't want anyone touching his food. Okay, so you separated yourself from everyone else. But over here with the guy who doesn't want to put his food with everyone else's food, he doesn't want their food, I guess, to touch his food. Maybe that's not a problem. And the iruv counts. Therefore, you need a... It doesn't count. And if you want to tell me over here with the guy who doesn't want his food touching with other people, I would say over here it's not a iruv. Because this person didn't want to be with everyone else. It's all together. He just doesn't want anyone eating it. Maybe that's not a problem, and his iruv is a iruv. Maybe it counts. Therefore, I need both. Rabbi Abba told Rabbi in I guess in the olive press of Rabbi Zakai. Did Shmuel really say a person who splits off from everyone else with his iruv it doesn't count? But Shmuel said, A house that they put an Ayruv in it, the owner doesn't have to put the bread. Why? Since it's somewhere in the house, it's as if it's in its basket. And since it's in the basket, it's as if it's in the, in the pot with everyone else's food. So say over here with the guy who doesn't want to be part of everyone else. Even though it's in a separate basket, it's as if it's in one big keli with everyone else. The guy, so Rav Yuda explained, Rav Yuda told Rabbi Abba, In the house where we put the bread, the owner doesn't even have to have bread in the house. And it still counts as Ayruv. Because everybody lives over here. That's the idea of Iruv. You're taking everyone's bread and they're putting it over here. And now it's as if they live here. It becomes their house also. And Kol Sheken, the Baalabait, who is living over there. Amar Shemuel. Iruv Mishum Kenyan. The idea of Iruv is when you're giving up your piece of bread to one person, it's we're all kone, we're all buying a part of his property in the Hatser. And now it becomes one big mix. So then why can't I just do an Ayruv by giving him a dollar? Because people don't have cash Ayruv Shabbat. And that's why they they said, let's do it with bread. Everyone has bread Ayruv Shabbat. So the Gemara asks, if so, if a guy didn't have bread and he used money, let it work. So the explains, no, we're not going to let money work. Why? Because we're worried. People will say that the main thing is the money. And if you can't do with money, then you should, you could do it bread. Sometimes you won't have cash. And you're not going to come to do it with bread either because uh, it's bidiyavad. I want to only do things b'chalchila. And the whole concept of Ayruv is, is going to get messed up, and people are going to forget the how, you, how to do an Ayruv, and therefore they were gozer not to do with money at all. Rabba Amar, no, the Ayruv is Mishum Dira. When I give someone my uh, bread, it's as if I'm living and sleeping in his house. The Gemara asks, My Benayu, what's the difference between what Shmuel just said and what Rabba just said? Ika Benayu Keli. The difference between them would be is if I gave a keli to the Baalabite.
According to Shmuel, who said it's a kinyan, then, okay, then a kinyan sudar would make everything work, right? And the iru works. And according to Rabbah, who says, Mishum dira, no one lives in someone's house by giving him a keli. You have to give them food. Upahot mishave pruta. The other difference between them is something that is worth less than a shave pruta. According to Shmuel, says kinyan, kinyan in less than a shave pruta is, not, is nothing. And according to Rabbah, is because mishum uh, dira, if you give him food that has two saudot, even if it's less than a shave pruta, it works. It is ayruv. And the third of kamina is vekatan, ikatan. According to Shmuel, he is too young to make a kinyan. And therefore, he can't pick up the iruv for people. If they come and they knock on the door, hey, little boy, here is my iruv, it doesn't count because his kinyan is worthless. But according to Rabbah, it's all mishum dira, it's living. All you have to do is put a piece of bread in someone's house. It doesn't make a difference if he's small or not. Just put your bread in his house and now you're allowed to carry all over the hatzer. Now, very interesting, Tosafot explains a little bit different than Rashi. says the house belongs to a katan. And according to Shmuel, a katan can't be makne his reshuta people. And according to Rabbah, that's Mishum Dira. Just drop it there and go. So now the Gemara asks, According to you, it's a problem. And according to Shmuel, it's a problem. Why? Hatanya, we learned. Five people will go from five people in the Hatzer. When they take the Iruv to another place in the Hatzer and they give it to someone, one person takes for everybody else. And even if he brings that one place, one piece of bread, since he already mixed with them, now he can just take one bread, give it to another person, and everything is good. Now, now, what's the problem? According to Shmuel, only he can make a kinyan, but nobody else. It only works for him, and he can't work for other people. He can't make a kinyan for them. And according to Rabbah, what's the problem? He is living with the other guy, and that's it. The other guys that he took there, that he was supposed to take their bread did not. The Gemara explains, no, Rabbah explains, It's not a problem for me or Shmuel. When he takes that one bread, he's not taking his own bread, he's taking everybody's one bread. Meaning they were me'arev with him, and he just happened to take one from the pile that belonged to everyone, and he's doing the shlichut. Amar Rabbah, Amar Amarav, Halakha, Rabbi Shimon. Halakha is like Rabbi Shimon, that you have three Hatserot open to one another, and they also opened the Rishut Arabim, and they did Iruv with the middle, but not with the outer ones. They're allowed to carry into the middle one, and the middle one is allowed to carry to the outer ones. And this is Rabbi Shimon's opinion according to Rav, but not according to Shemuel. Now the next Mishnah starts, Mishri Babadech, a person is walking Friday afternoon, Vihashkalo, and it's getting dark, and you still didn't get home, Vihayamakir, Ilano Gader, and you see a tree, you see a fence about 2,000 Amot from where you are, and from there you know that there's another 2,000 Amot from your house, so you know basically it's going to be about 4,000 Amot to your house from that point. Vihamar Shevita Ti Tahtav. I'm going to make my Shevita, my place of resting on Shabbat under that tree. Lo Amar Klum, he didn't say anything because you have to specify exact spot of where you are on the tree. And the Gemara, what does that mean, Lo Amar Klum? He did say something. 
Now, shivitati uh, be'aikaro, if he said, my shivita will be by the trunk, he's now allowed to go from wherever he is till the trunk of the tree, 2,000 amot. And he's allowed to go from that tree till his, uh, uh, till, uh, his house, another 2,000 amot. Meaning you just made the ilan, the, the trunk of the ilan, the middle. He's now, we understand that you're allowed to walk 4,000 amot from when the sun goes down. Let's say you don't know where you are, or you can't tell if there's a tree or there's a fence or anything. Or right? I don't know. Aruvin is, is, is a little bit hard. And I'm not so I don't know what's gonna where I can be koneshvita. What can I do? Not gonna. So what do you do? Ve'amashvita tibim komi. She said I'm doing my shvita over here, exactly where I am. Zacha lo mekomo alpaim amalachol ruach. He's now allowed to go two thousand amot, two thousand amot radius. That means from where you are, you're allowed to walk two thousand amot. It's as if you're in a circle, which is radius, which is diameter, is four thousand amot. For those who are counting, so this is the words of Rabbi You count it as if it's one uh, square, and this way you have a fourth, you have two thousand amot up, down, right, left. However, you get a little bit extra on the corners. The idea is you get an extra two-fifths in the corner. So if let's say you get 2,000 amot north, east, west, south, to the northeast corner, you'll get 2,800 amot. Now, this halakha that you could buy a roof with your feet, wherever they are, and you don't need a bread. This is where we said a person doesn't have any bread on him, can do an ayruv with his feet. We only have this case for an actual ani, but Nashir who has a bread cannot do it. Rabbi Udaomer, had ani, had ashir, doesn't make a difference if you're rich or poor. The pot was a leniency, so the Ashir could give his uh, shaliyah, go stand over there with the piece of bread by Hashikha. And this is Shaloyat Sevi Arif by Gloves. He doesn't have to do it with his feet, but really, the Chorah, the feet is the more important one. Now, by the way, we're going to see that there is a mahlukah of how to understand the, this uh, part of the Mishnah. Uh, we took one side, and I think it's Dafnun Aleph, so we have to be patient. Now, the Gemara wants to go back to that case where a person is walking, he, it's getting dark, he sees a tree, he, he says, um, I, wanna, I want my, uh, my Shevita to be under that tree. He didn't say anything. So the Gemara asks, my lo amar klum. What does that mean, he didn't say anything? He didn't say anything and he's not allowed to move from his actual spot. Why? He can't even go to where the tree is. Because you have to specify in which four amot you plan on uh, you plan on being. And since you didn't say anything, you didn't do anything. And therefore you only have your four amot and that's it. Lebeto, he can't go to his house two thousand amot. Avaletahtav shel ilan matzazil, but he's allowed to walk to the to the tree. Vinaasa tahtav shel ilan hamar gamal. The problem is that the tree becomes a person who who uh, who leads a donkey and a camel. Meaning, 
you it's a lose lose for you. Why? If his house is two thousand amot from the north of the tree, we're gonna say that you rested in the south of the tree, and this way you can't walk up until your house. And in Balim Dod Minadarom, and if you want to say my house is two thousand amot from the south of the tree, we're going to say as if your Shavita uh, was at the north of the tree, and this way you can't step uh, past uh, 2,000 Amot, and you can't go to your house. But the worst part also is, is that you can't go backwards, meaning you're at the end of the 2,000 Amot, and the tree, somewhere under the tree, will be the middle. So you can't go backwards, but you can't go 4,000 amot till your house exact 4,000 amot. Your, your 4,000 amot will be counted the way we want it to count. So it's like sort of a lose-lose. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.